1: Holding the bell upside down, a sign of distress in one of the nations around here. Either Colts Nation, Hoosiers Nation, Pacers Nation. Name your nation. We're in distress about it this morning. Hoosiers, they lost last night to Michigan State. You cannot turn the ball over the way that Indiana did and defend the way Indiana did and win against a decent team on the road. There's your explanation. The Colts likely to lose Bubba Ventrone. Hey, but they're even Steven in the Dukes of Hazzard's names. They picked up a cooter. They lose a Bubba. I guess that's the way it goes in the NFL. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about what the Colts need to do moving forward. We'll talk about what the Hoosiers need to do moving forward, too. Hoosiers got a hell of a challenge this coming Saturday. Colts have a hell of a challenge throughout the offseason. Manage the cap moving forward. They've got three Pretty big-name guys who are uh, about to enter what we used to call their option year, which is kind of a year where the Colts are going to either exercise their option to retain them, maybe sign them to an extension, or exercise their option to say goodbye to them. We love all of them, but you can't keep everyone. We'll talk about that. Uh, This is Breakfast with Ken for Wednesday February 22nd, 2023, for a channel that loves birthdays. This is a big day, and we have nothing but negatives to talk about. Well, we're going to turn it into a positive because it's Optimism Wednesday, and it's my birthday. And to hell with logic, we're going to talk about the Hoosiers and the Colts as though they got the good things to look forward to. Indiana fell last night to Michigan State at East Lansing. But that's not going to keep us from looking positively at the month of March, which is going to start one week from today. Month of March, huge for the Hoosiers. What do they need to do to get better? What do they need to do to find a way to win games like last night's instead of losing? And make no mistake about it, Indiana lost that game last night. Defensively, they got lost. Offensively. They were lost. You score 65 points, you allow 80 to a Michigan State team. Look, you know what? Again, this is Breakfast with Kent. I got to remind myself to be positive. That's what's going to go on. This entire show is uh, going to be uh, a constant struggle for me to remind myself to be positive. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. If I do uh, succeed in being optimistic and positive. Don't hit it if I don't. And if you want to make a donation, that's a nice thing. As you know, we turn the donation into what we do every day, including the great prizes that you win, including the Mike Singletary autographed football that we gave away last week. All right. Hoosiers lose 80-65. to 65. Trace Jackson Davis, you know what? You look at the line and you say 19.7 uh, rebounds, 5 assists. Well, that's not bad until you look at the ugly seven, the turnovers. You cannot turn the ball over. You cannot have a center or a power forward, turn the ball over seven times, and win games on the road in the Big Ten. You just can't. You cannot allow your opponent to hit 10 of 21 from beyond the arc. You can't do it. They got lost defensively, and get they're just chasing the ball. This is like watching fourth graders play defense. Chasing the ball all over the place, doubling the ball everywhere. There's a guy in the corner, three points the other way. What are you doing? Like, was that the plan? The plan was to defend Michigan State like that, allowing them to hit 10 of 21 from beyond the arc, not good. And then from the line, Michigan State was awesome, nineteen or 18 of 19. Indiana, not terrible. Indiana, 12 of 16, uh, three of the misses by Trace Jackson Davis. So there you go. It's kind of the game. On the uh, optimistic side, the only game that Michigan State had lost at home so far this season after the first week in December was against Purdue by one. So beating Michigan State at East Lansing, especially on a night as emotional as last night, was going to be a tough chore anyway. But Indiana needs to play better. They need to find a way to play better. It's not that they need more talent. They need to execute better. They need to take better care of the basketball. If they do that, they can win against almost anybody. If they don't do that, they can get beat by almost anybody. And now Saturday, they've got a game against Purdue at Mackey Arena. And Purdue is not happy with Indiana because Indiana gave them a spanking down in Bloomington a couple of weeks ago. And, and so Matt Painter and Zach Eady and that whole crew, Braden Smith, you think Braden Smith was going to stay a freshman forever? No. Braden Smith is learning how to play basketball in a way that guys at Indiana need to. Indiana got off to a great start last night. They were up 8 nothing. They were up 22-13, and then the wheels kind of fell off the cart. They were outscored by 24 points from 22-13 to 80-65. to this is not a good game for Indiana. Indiana's got to play better. They're trying to figure out how to play better, but they got to play better. I thought that Jalen Hood-Shafino turned inward, and and that's something I haven't seen him do a lot this year. He's got to he's got to function in a different way. Now, if he's playing the two and Xavier Johnson is back at the one, that's a little bit different. Putting more weight on yourself offensively, that's cool, but if you are determined. To find a way to score, as Jalen hood shafino was last night, and find his own shots, that offense for Indiana is going to grind to a little bit of a halt. Uh, Malik Renou, we tend to get very salty with three fouls in uh, 13 minutes. That's not good. That's about uh, a pace for 10 in 40 minutes. Not good. Malik renou has got to play better. He's got to play smarter. He's got to invest more in the game, not in himself. I know he works really hard at his own stuff. He's got to figure out a way to invest in the game, figure out how to play as a member of five guys playing like a fist instead of playing like a bunch of disembodied fingers. Come on. So against t- Purdue, Indiana have a chance. Indiana is going to have to find a way in a hostile environment to play a complete 40 minutes. That is going to be really, really difficult. But it's possible because it's Optimism Wednesday. Now on uh, Realism Thursday, which is not actually a thing, and we're not going to have a Realism Thursday, but on a Realism Thursday, the story would be just a little bit different because Purdue, again, is going to come out for blood on Saturday, and they regularly play like this.
0: coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.
1: Indiana is, is just—they got to figure out not the who and not the what. They got to figure out the how, and if they do that, all things are possible. Michigan State hit ten threes last night. This is basic math, people. Hoosiers hit uh, five threes. Spartans hit, like I said, ten. The difference five. How many points do three pointers co- uh, either cost or? provide for your team? Three. Five times three is 15. 80 to 65, 15. Mm. That's what you get. This team's got to shoot more threes, and they got to find a way to stop their opponent from hitting threes. Basketball is an easy game. This isn't hard. This is something that we understand in Indiana, because again, it's not hard. We're not the sharpest tacks in the drawer. We're not, you know what, MIT is the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. That's in Massachusetts. We don't have an MIT at Indiana. We got Indiana University, because why be clever with a, a name when you've got a state as beautifully named as Indiana? We've got Purdue University. They send people to the moon, but you know what? They understand and understood before... Sending people to the moon. They understood basketball. And last night, Indiana didn't play well enough to win. Uh, Galloway with 11, 3 of 5 from Beyond the Arc. Cop, 2 of 3 from Beyond the Arc. Indiana is a team, 5 of 14. You got to shoot more, you got to make more. And that's just the way it is. Uh, let's talk about your Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, it is being reported by Indy, Indy Media, are very close to losing Bubba Ventrone, the special teams coordinator. I'm not going to lose my mind about this. If not for uh, HBO and Hard Knocks, would half the uh, fans for the Indianapolis Colts have any idea who Bubba Ventron is? No. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. Now, if if Jimmy and D Haslam, the owners of the Cleveland Browns, if they want to overpay for everything, they're the brilliant uh, people who decided to take Deshaun Jackson and reward him for his behavior to the tune of $230 million guaranteed over uh, five years. He's a serial sexual predator, accused serial sexual predator. $230 million, all of it guaranteed, going to Deshaun Watson. So, uh, look, these people can run bus stops or truck stops But they And, man, I'm telling you, if you've never had a shower at a Pilot Flying J truck stop, indulge yourself. They're wonderful. I'm telling you from experience. Before a party at the great house of the uh, great Dan Dockage, I didn't want to run all the way home and then go out to Zionsville uh, for a party at Dan's house when he lived out in Zionsville. So I stopped at the Pilot J on my way down from Chicago, and I got myself a luxurious shower, and it was phenomenal. Now, that said... These people, what they have invested in luxurious showers, they are trying to invest in the Browns. And so Bubba Ventrone has been offered a lot of money to jump ship from Indianapolis to Cleveland, and evidently he's on the precipice of taking it. Jimmy Ursay scratching his head saying, how much for a special teams coordinator? No, 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 no. This, uh, this isn't like salary cap money where I'm mandated to spend 91% of it over a four-year rolling average. Uh, the coach's money, that comes out of my pocket, my family's pocket. And Bubba Ventrone making whatever amount of money he's going to make in Cleveland, hey, find another special teams coordinator. All right. So, Jimmy Haslam, D Haslam, paying too much money for a special teams coordinator. Hey, Bubba Ventrone uh, is a good special teams coordinator. However, with him, the Colts, 4-12-1. All right. Enough said. What do you do with Kenny Moore, Jonathan Taylor, and Michael Pittman Jr? All right, there are uh, a multiple uh, multiple legs to this stool for each of these decisions. You' got three decisions, three stools. and, and you've really got uh, the legs on the stools are quality of play, amount of money, cap money, right? Those are important and how they project in the system uh, of Shane Steichen. And then Gus Bradley as well. We know this about Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore is the easy one. Kenny Moore, adios. Kenny Moore does not fit Gus Bradley's system, assuming that Gus Bradley agrees to come back as a defensive coordinator of the Colts. That's just the way it is. Uh, Kenny Moore is an ill-fitting piece. Pro bowler for Matt Eberflus, not for the Colts. So if the Colts release him, there's no dead money attached. They could trade him. They could do all kinds of things. I don't believe that Kenny Moore is going to be back then you've got uh Michael Pittman Jr. This is a little bit more complicated. He has a uh 3.9 million dollar uh cap hit this year. It's so if if he was released, which he's not, you're never going to release him. What you would do is decide whether to allow him to come a, to become a free agent or you sign him to an extension this offseason. You need right now you need Michael Pittman Jr. But he's got a year left, being very, very affordable, and that may be a really good thing for the Colts, who are trying to get this thing back up on its wheels after a four twelve in one year. So, uh, do what do you do with him? Do you extend him? The market is eighteen point four. The uh, franchise tag. Next year is 19.7. So whatever you're going to do, you're going to extend it. If you're going to keep him, you're going to extend him. And you need somebody for a new quarterback to throw the ball to. Jonathan Taylor, the franchise tag for a running back, because not a lot of running backs are paid a whole lot of money. And it's the average of the top five players at the position that determine what the franchise tag is. Uh, the market's $13 million for Jonathan Taylor. His franchise number is 10. So what I would do with Jonathan Taylor is I'd keep him this year at the number he is at, all right? And that number is a very affordable 5.2 million. The franchise tag is 10. So I, I, I tag him next year, and then I even tag him the following year when he's due an automatic 20% raise. So you've got him at uh, a very affordable 5 million dollars this year. 10 million next year, you don't allow him to come a, to become a free agent. and then the following year you got him at 12 million. And at that point, we'll see how much tread is still on the tire. There you go. Easy beasy. Nate McMillan fired as the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. How about that? Birthdays today. The first one we celebrate. That's me. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. I know old heads aren't supposed to celebrate their birthdays like hell. I do. I love my birthday. My wife loves my birthday. My son loves my birthday. There goes old Julie running around the house naked. That's why we keep the curtain closed. That's a birthday present right out of the gate. Julie runs around in the nude. Uh, Gary Gallinger, happy birthday. Andrea Clear, Jimmy Howell Jr., happy birthday. The great Doug Taylor, Connie Bell, happy birthday. And Larry Foyt. Happy birthday, Andrew Barrymore and Julius uh, Irving and all kinds of celebrity people. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. You have a great day. I'm going to celebrate like hell. And I'm also going to try to lift some other people up. Be nice to people. It's good to do. Do that. You want to celebrate my birthday, be nice to somebody else. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you later this afternoon. 707, we go on the radio, wgclradio.com. Click to listen.